It's All Things Considered on 89.3 WFPL. I'm Jonice Franklin. Recently in Louisville, a white former Metro police officer was acquitted of criminal charges in relation to the raid on Breonna Taylor's apartment. And a black local activist and writer faces charges in the attempted shooting of a mayoral candidate. It's been a tough and complicated news cycle. And Spalding University's Dr. Stephen Niffley says that's particularly true for black Louisvillians. WFPL's Yasmin Jama has more. Dr. Niffley says how you perceive and respond to news stories can be different depending on your race, particularly if the news story is about community violence. Black people have an expectation of generalization. So when we watch the news and we hear that there was a shooting or a robbery or some sort of violent crime, there's this collective prayer that comes up that says, please don't let it be a black individual. Because we recognize that if it indeed is a black person, we're all on the hook for whatever crime or offense was created. The science actually supports that. There was a study here by Duxbury and colleagues that found that if you look at the journalism that's out there in, in the literature, that when a story is highlighted about a mass shooting related to a white individual, they're oftentimes overwhelmingly treated as victims and as sympathetic characters. However, Black and Latino men are cast as these violent individuals. And I think this is because we have this general expectation, even before a shooting is committed or a crime is committed, that there's this inherent deviancy that's connected to being a Black or Brown person that is not associated with the white experience. Nifley says it's hard to separate historical trauma from current events because cultural narratives inform how people react to new trauma. Two specific forms of trauma that Black folks are, are exposed to are generational trauma, so those narratives that are passed down that are designed to warn us about the dangers of being a Black individual that leads to us having this higher alert all the time. And then this racial trauma, which is interpersonal in nature, that is designed to remind us that we don't deserve to be in certain spaces or that the racism that we feel like we're encountering is not true or that we are constantly exposed to the racism and discrimination that other folks are encountering. So there's this pretty significant public grieving process that we have where we're constantly having to grieve with the audience. And this audience isn't just sitting there bearing witness to it, Instead, they're also offering their opinions about things and their thoughts that sometimes could be hurtful and harmful to us as we're trying to sort things out. He says mental health struggles can show up differently based on race and gender, and that racial stereotypes and social stigmas make it harder to get proper diagnosis and treatment. I think about, for example, the experience of trauma and how that can influence folks and how important it is for us to realize that how one experiences that trauma can, can be different. And so for many of us, we are not doing the best job that we can to investigate the impact of things like trauma. If I'm feeling a little sad, if I'm feeling a little anxious, you know, I could kind of go fly underneath the radar without anybody really saying anything about it. And so because we've been taught as a society that if I'm feeling these type of ways, I just kind of bury it and I just keep on moving. It doesn't receive the same understanding, the same compassion, the same just like awareness of the difficulties that it can pose for someone. Every single one of us is vulnerable at some point in time for the experience of a mental health related issue. 
a shift in your circumstances, the death of a loved one, and being in the midst of a pandemic can influence all of us. But we don't give a lot of space to that because people have just been taught to go about their business, which means that we typically don't recognize when someone is struggling in those areas. We only really see mental health related issues when we see it's kind of behavioral manifestation which is why oftentimes we misdiagnose depression and anxiety and black males because we only see the behavioral manifestation in regards to anger and aggression-related issues. You can find more of the conversation with Dr. Nifley and information on mental health resources at wfpl.org slash race and wellness.